0: hey what's going on guys how you guys doing happy new month to every single one of you and i pray this month brings you more blessing and more growth and talking about growth i'm very very sure one area that we want to level up this year is in our finances we all want to make more money we all want to increase our income we all want to have more um, areas where we get passive income from and an area that we look out for area of cryptocurrency nfts and also the metaverse and that is why i'm here with a particular guest she has been a crypto trader for over a year now and she's here to you know talk about all things money we're definitely going to dive into cryptocurrency and nft but the whole point of this episode is to enlighten you and add value to you and help you understand how to go into this field of cryptocurrency if you've never been there before and understand whatever you need to understand why investing in that particular market. With that being said, um, Amaka, can you introduce yourself? Hi,
1: hi guys. Um... <laughs> okay, hi guys. My name is, well, I go by Wamaka I do it, formally and officially? people call me a marker or you could just call me mk billions uh thank you chris for having me on your podcast
0: first of all you guys heard her name she calls herself mk billions and let me just tell you she likes living a very soft life this is the first episode <laughs> i have done <laughs> that someone is lying down on the chair recording <laughs> an episode with me although this second episode i'm doing where i'm dealing physically with somebody but I she's mean, really living that what soft life But I mean, how are you doing any,
1: any given moment to just rest, you know. I live a busy life. <laughs> I need to rest my back. <laughs> okay. You know. But what are the... I did. I'm good. I'm okay. You know. 2022 has been good so far, right? So you know, I'm good. I'm good, really. Just I think this year I'm doing so much more than than I normally would do. So that is tiring. But apart from that, like I'm good. It's been great so far, and I just feel very blessed, honestly. How about
0: you? I'm doing all right. Anyway, I see he's stressing me out. Um, literally, today I went for clearance. Mm. And the woman tried to change the normal routine that we used to have. She tried to now follow the actual um, schedule that is being put on the portal. And I got there today. I literally left my house by six. Got there oh. like 7.30. And my number was 100. Wow. So you can imagine if we had come already for that time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they started giving us tags mm-hmm. and the tag was literally up to like 500 and something. Yikes. And that is just for the people that took tags. Not everybody took tags. Wow. So meaning that still a lot of people that were there yeah. that were still waiting to when the first set of people with tags finished. So like, it was really stressful. Huh. I think anybody that passed that area today would notice that something was up today because yeah. that place was too crowded because a lot of people that were meant to even go on tuesday yeah. we're not able to make it because anyway i see guys brought out the schedule literally like eight or nine when people have gone to work yeah so like a lot of people could not go again because they didn't carry their their stuff to to um to work so like that now come on my own day which is wednesday so it was very very difficult very difficult it was really one of the worst ways to really start this month trying to go through that kind of stress but yeah I, I was able to, at least... My number was like 76, so I was able to be among the first <laughs> set of people <laughs> to, <laughs> to run. And they mostly paid us, but yeah. we moved.
1: <laughs> well, that's your country for you, as you can see. I, I don't know. I mean, I do want to do NYC eventually, but honestly, at this point, there's no rush for me. Like, I don't see... It's not so attractive. The 30K is nice. Yeah, but the stress seems ah, it just seems too much for me. mean when you said you woke up by 6, in my head, I was like, usually I would think that the CDS day is the day where you get to rest because you're not going to work. And then you're like, oh, I have to get up by 6. And then I took a tag of number 76 and I'm like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs>
0: like, and that, that 76 is good, though. Because wow. I put a 5 million or something. So like, 76 isn't a good number. Yeah, so, I,
1: that's, that's a lot. I remember when I went to do verification last year and I went all the way to Yenikaja and man it wasn't funny i couldn't even get a seat to sit on i just i was just there standing you know waiting for like you said the batch that was there at the time to go in and before my batch went in so you know i still only for me to go in for verification it took them five minutes to look at our papers and then they gave us some form of like um um essay work to do and i was just so pissed that i literally spent <laughs> Three good hours going all the way from the island to Yanipacha just for someone to look at my certificate to make sure it's cardboard and not A4 paper. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so over this country.
0: No, that, that, There's so much, like, there's, there's so many processes that are uh, being used to achieve some certain things in this country that just piss me off. Yeah. Like, for this clearance, I was, like, literally telling someone today, like, why do you have to come here to submit these papers? Like, why do... Why is it that this country never tries to use a more um, an easier means yeah. to both save themselves and us stress? Like, they literally just enjoy stress. It is like they earn something from it. Like it's not like they're earning anything. Because yeah. our LGI, which is the local government instructor, she will have to be there now until like 6, 7, 8, or even 9. Wow. I heard that yesterday she was there till 9. Like, why the hell would someone want to put themselves to that kind of stress when they can try to figure out a different way and unfortunately, it's very difficult for those kind of people to even listen to us coppers because they always think we're wrong or are saying nonsense Then mm. we try to figure out different ways for them. But sure, that's just what the NYC is. Um, anyone that is currently listening that is thinking of doing the NYC, just get prepared. Especially <laughs> if you in Lagos, you would chop it from the traffic to the stress at work down to the stress at the NYC. You're going to get every side. Just be prepared. At we least good to connect. the end the 3K. As, at the the end popu-
1: of the As they popularly say, you go huh?
0: collect. You go collect, you will definitely collect. <laughs> but um, but I think I won't talk about money on this particular episode. Yeah. But before we even go down to cryptocurrency and NFT side, I've observed you over a couple of times or a, a couple of like um, times I've been around you physically. And I noticed that you have a very, you have, you're very good at organizing both your own personal life and your finances especially and that's the area yeah, I wanted to start with because I feel like before we start talking about anything cryptocurrency or investing we need to, we need to at least have gotten the basics right which is being able to manage your finances and yeah. you know know where your money is going so that you can just invest a particular percentage and now waste the remaining that you have yeah. without managing it so I wanted to know like how can for you how do you Organize your finances, especially with the area or in the area of budgeting. I know there have been so many things out there, but I want to know what you think. What's your area around budgeting? How do you budget? How do you plan your finances? Basically,
1: all right, thank you for that. Um, funny enough, um, the blog post I wrote in January actually covers that, so you know that's something I've already looked into. But if you do. Read that. You will see that I first started with. You, first of all, you need to know how much you earn. Like you need to know what, what your income is. If you have five streams of income, two or even one, like you need to know how much you're expecting each month, or if it's biweekly or weekly. You just need to know. You know, I prefer to do a monthly um review, so it's easier. So, so it's not like you're tracking it per week. You just miss tiring. Let's say you're being paid per hour, per hour, and you know, okay, in an hour in a week rather. I work 20 hours and I earn $10 per hour. So that's going to be $200.
0: And um, okay, come down by Nigeria so we're using Nigerian apologies
1: to... guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know the thing is in Nigeria people don't work hourly. They don't get yeah. paid hourly. That's why it's such a uh, weird example to give But, you know, I would say if you if you get paid bi weekly or monthly and let's say you earn 30k. Okay, like UX exa- for example you have NYC, and you know you're also working a full time job as well. So you know, okay, from my full time job, I'm going to be paid a hundred k, and then you also know that okay, from NYC, I earn thirty three k per month. You know, so it's like you know you're going to earn one hundred and thirty three k per month all together from. Yeah, so altogether you earn 133k from all streams of income, all streams of income being your full time job and NYC. So when you're aware of that, you're able to plan, you're able to budget, you know, okay, this is what I have monthly, and so this is what I'm working with. You need to know what you're working with. You know, you can't, it's like telling someone, oh, design me a logo, but they don't know anything about your brand. They don't know anything about the colors you like, or your brand colors, or your contact info or you know what even your brand is called. So they can't really give you a logo. They're just going to give you something that might not apply to you. Right? So that's the same thing with your finances. You cannot live like Jeff Bezos off uh who, who likes as example now off uh Speed Darlington's money. <laughs> Why don't you uh, like I hope Speedy doesn't listen to this, you know, Speedy Aqui <laughs> won. you know, we <with> stand <laughs> President, presidential candidate 2023, right? <laughs> well, you get my point, really. Yeah. Like, you can't really live that kind of life. You cannot be using Davido's budgets on your own budgets. Even I can't, you know. I can't be budgeting like Davido because I can't afford it, right? So you need to be aware of how much you earn, and then from there, you now need to be aware of what your main expenses per month are. So you know, you take into account rent, repay rent, transportation, feeding utility costs uh and this list I like to put things like uh body care costs because I know you still for ladies for example I I have a budget for my nails you know I like to get my nails done but I budget this monthly and if it's going it's getting too much I tell my nail lady can we work around this because it's over my budget she can't just tell me I mean it wasn't you I was telling when she was like uh I'm going to have to charge you home service because my shop is under renovation, it's going to be 17k. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's not in my budget yet. Yeah. But you know, so you need to have a budget for your expenses, but you need to have a budget for those things that are necessary, right? Whatever it is that's necessary to you, make a budget for it. You know, are you going to groom yourself this month, guys? You guys go cut your hair. How much does your barber charge? How many times a month do you cut your hair? You have to put that in you need to uh, you know you're going to go to work and you go to work with Uber. How much is it on average? You budget that. But when you're budgeting for things like transportation, which might vary maybe with traffic, you want to budget on the higher side just so you're safe. You're not constrained. Let's say it's between three six to five K, depending on traffic. You budget using five K so that even if you know it's five K every day eventually, you're able to cover it. Instead of budgeting with three six and then you get stuck. You have to need that um, extra um, one for every, uh, I would say every month, every day, every day. You know, then you're like, I can't pay one. You can pay one for one off, but you can't pay one for constantly because then you go over your budget and it, it will affect other things essentially. So you know, you need to be aware of your necessities. Like, what is necessary for me? For me, like I said, I know some people will be like, oh, why is she budgeting for nails? Well, I like to get my nails done. It comes with the role, the position, and, you know, I have to look my part. Look the part, yeah. yeah like I can't, um, for example, I, I I work a 95, by the way, and I do head a department, right? So it means that, I, I head a finance department. So it means that if customers want to invest with my company, they're going to come to see me. I want to look my part, you know, I don't think like for that busty, you know. So that when they know I'm talking, they're like listening. The, like, I'm not food, looking like you are... scrappy. They're like, What's wrong with this girl? She even she's trying to sell us uh this investment but she doesn't look like she invests herself, you know. Yeah. You know, but it's not just about But she's
0: the one that is, that is, that is begging for money. <laughs>
1: exactly, like all those guys that they'll sell a book saying twenty one days to get rich, but bro, why are you in the sun <laughs> selling it on like you get? Yeah. You know, you have to you, you have to look your part, how you look um how you're dressed is how you dress, But apart from that, I also just like to have my nails and my hair done because it gives me confidence as well. If my hair is scrappy, chances are I might not want to go out. I will lack that confidence because I know I'm a bit unkept, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's a necessity. I will budget for things like that, you know. So it differs what is necessary for you. I'm not saying, for example, there's a point I'm going to get to where I'll say you're going to have to budget for fun. So I'm saying this because if for people who like clubbing, for example, don't go and say, clubbing is a necessity for me, and you put it there. No, clubbing comes under a different type of budget. Your necessary budgets are things that you need to do monthly, you know, that are necessary to be done. Rents, like I said, feeding, utility, transport, grooming, you know, these are your necessary costs. If you've got, If you've got kids, please budget for kids as well. Because kids have their necessary, yeah, they are very necessary. <laughs> yeah, you have the very necessary. Unless you want to lose them, they, they cost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you need to budget for kids too. If you got a pet, please budget for your pet. Or your pet is nice. Exactly. We might not even be able to sell it that month, so please budget for it. You know. So after that, then you do now go ahead to budget for fun. You need to budget for fun. Why do you budget for fun i'm sure people are like budget for fun like i've never heard of this one you need to budget for fun because you're not just going to spend your money on necessary things budget for fun includes things like takeouts it's fun to take out it's fun to eat out you know but you know people will be like no i'm just gonna cook all my okay that's not deceive see myself <laughs> even if it's chicken republic of 500 you probably have it like three times a month you know even if you i just want to buy a drink or i just want to get ice cream Budget for these things too they're not necessary Budget are things you want that you want. So budget for them, you know. If you're someone who likes to go out with your friends, you know, every month to catch up, budget for this. On average, eats out well in a Nigerian restaurant will cost you about seven five. You know, per on one the number the yeah per person. So you want to budget something around seven five to ten k. Like I said, always budget on the higher side slightly. Don't go and budget for circa because circa is big man's uh, <laughs> jugate. <jugget. laughs> but you want to budget for okay, I'm going to. Be Somewhere like what? Uh, what well, well, like as an example? Atmosphere
0: I mean, because is expensive. What you or say? like uh, atmosphere, or like the place you just got food from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, buttermilk. Yeah, yeah that's ten k. You want to budget for places like that? You know, don't go and say I'm going to order soup <laughs> <laughs> unless you have a zoo salary. Please, that's not budgeting. That's suicide. <laughs> so please, <laughs> if you're earning hundred k, don't go and budget for five hundred k. Where do you want to get that from? You know, so budget within your means. You know budget for fun if you like to travel budget for your travel your travel expenses visa um, flights and all that and also try to take action so if you if you know you're going to travel in march start booking your tickets by january or december it's because it'll save you you have more money to shop if you do that don't just go into it last minute you know you always have to be um intentional about your money right so when you're making that budget let's say in december you're budgeting that oh i've checked our flight tickets i'm going to budget for buying a ticket this month i'm not going to wait till March to budget for that no please don't do that you know so you also need to budget for fun next you need to then work out from when when you budgeted for your necessities and you voted for fun then you take away this amount from what you earn your income minus your expenditures expenditures being necessity plus fun or needs plus wants Add needs and your wants. Take the uh, total out of your income. You know how much you're left monthly, and that's where you work on for your savings and investments. And other people will say, "Oh, based on what you earn, uh, you should save. Always save thirty percent or save." No, but people no, have different. Way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. People have different living conditions. Take Nigeria for example. Like the wage rate is so poor. <laughs>
0: like very it's
1: absolutely ridiculous, yeah. and you don't match that with inflation. Inflation is crazy. A lot of times I actually wonder how the poor people on the streets are surviving. How is plantain 2k? I don't get it. Like, Gary is expensive. Like, bro, how how are they surviving, you know? Sometimes I don't even blame them when I hear about these robberies and crimes. People need to survive. If you just had a baby and your wife is telling you this baby needs food, I can't pump milk no more, or I need diapers, or, you know, your, your, as a father, you might be pushed to do some crazy things. Want you might to have held yourself for a month, two, three. By that fourth month, you're like, I can't do this. My baby is probably, you know, I need to provide or the baby's going to die, you know, and it pushes. The, those fathers are ready to do anything, you know, yeah. and go to jail, just knowing that a child gets to live, or rather to survive, right? Yeah. So, I don't honestly, sometimes when people steal, yeah, they are bad people in society, but there's some people that when they do things, you're like, ah, oh, this is good but you kind of see where they're they coming from they understand like the innocent. reason behind it the country is bad let's call it speedy speed i mean people who aren't working full-time they're nys and you know, just getting that 33k what is that supposed to do for anyone that can barely cover your rent where are you going to get a house and you pay 10k <laughs> <laughs> like you get. Yeah. So, you know because obviously you can't pay 30k rent because then okay you're in your house but what are you going to do in your house you want to die there because you don't have food you don't have electricity it's hot or it's cold Right, yeah. so that's the thing. So, you also, um, I've forgotten what point I was on. <laughs> yes, yeah. savings. Yes, yeah. you don't go about saying, Oh, the rule of thumb is I save 30% of my earnings. Please save what you have after you've taken out your necessities and want. And that's why I was emphasizing your necessities are things that are absolutely necessary. Don't go about budgeting for things that are not that are ridiculous. Don't go and say, I want to this month, I want to buy Azul. Please, you don't have Azul money. Okay, right. So you then save what you have left. Generally that should be savings. And from there comes investments. Right? Yeah. yeah. But when I uh, let me just um touch on savings a bit. So when you're saving, don't just save it in the bank, all in the bank. I like to I, I think it's advisable to also save with all these microfinance companies. Like not just anyone. Like your interest, right? Exactly. Piggyverse is an absolutely amazing um, example. You know, they give you, what, 10% on your money. Even if that 10% is 1K, you've made money and you've stopped yourself from spending that money because you're seeing it. So you've locked it away, you've made money on your um initial capital mm. and you've also prevented yourself from spending your capital mm. so you have just you're, you're richer essentially than you probably would have been if you were putting your uba right. account and you have your card and you get stuck because you didn't budget well so now you're going to swipe <laughs> yeah yeah so save your money in these in, in um in accounts that give you yield uba does have you or i don't even know how they do it and they gave me 19 a month. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> uh,
0: what about, like, I, don't, I don't think there's any bank that even gives like a good yeah, percentage. You know, that's the
1: thing. But why I'm saying UBA is because out of all the banks I use, UBA is the only one that gives me on a steady, some form of interest per month. Like, you get that credit alert. It will right. tell you, you received XYZ as your interest for the month.
0: I'm sure it's current account, okay.
1: Is it? I don't know.
0: Because most of us use savings account. They give us anything.
1: <laughs> why would you, why would you think I use a current account? I
0: CFO, think, huh? CFO.
1: Oh, I I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I have a current account, but I think my UBA account is savings. I think UBA just have, has a good savings scheme. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have a current account with Zenith, and this time they charge me. <laughs> they charge me one time. Someone sends money through my account, you know. So let's say, like, someone sent money from abroad, and they're like, "Oh, please pay this acc- to X Y Z person." And it was like let's say one million. I don't remember how much it was, but it was a lot of money. And at the end of the month, I opened my account. I saw my thank you I was like, what's going on here? Me? How did I spend? You know, I know Nigeria. They, you won't even be able to use your card. It will bounce. It will decline. Yeah. Do you get? I was so confused at how. And then I called them, and they're like, oh yeah, you sent too much money. This one, I sent too much money. Like, does that make sense? So, you know, <laughs> they charged me 10k in what's it called? Those just stupid charges and fees, all those do things like stamp duty, whatever it was. But it was a charge just because I had so much money. In my head, I'm like, you're in a bank. Your job and your profitability depends on how much money you can bring in. I brought the money for you. Now you want to charge me? You should pay me for past, like, getting that money through you in the yeah. place, right? So, yeah, that's the thing. The, yeah, so they, they charge me on my current account. I don't know anything about an interest so unless they are giving interest and I don't know. Please, any Bank, reach out to me, you know, unless it's... If it's money matters, you want to give me money, reach out to me. If not, just hold your peace because I really don't have strength for you people. Your <laughs> service is a pain. But yeah, so, you know, now we've talked about savings. Save with a platform that will give you interest. But please be careful where you save. There are so many pointy schemes out there, they'll say, oh, uh, give us 5k, you get 10k in three months. Anything that sounds too good to be true is probably too good to be true, except cryptocurrency. Even in that crypto surf, you will probably still sweat. Yeah. <laughs> you will You will see Bitcoin shed 20k before you see your money. And you, if you can't hold uh, in those tough times, that will determine whether or not you get the big money. So even Bitcoin, that is so good to be true. You still have to sweat so if someone is giving you such a good deal please run chances are that they're going to run it with your money <laughs> yeah right true. so very true. so you always want to make sure that the these app you're saving with is accredited piggy, piggy vest is regulated by CBN, i believe yeah. a microfinance bank they're registered very registered so you actually want to you're, you're, you know you're okay i'm safe you don't pour your eggs in on one basket but you're like okay i'm safe and when i say save with piggy vest i don't know if i mentioned this earlier but don't save all your money you can do 50% or 30% of everything you're going to save. Let's say your savings for the month is 50K. You probably want to save 25 a PiggyVest invest or 15. And then save the rest in traditional banks. Because just to be safe, yeah. anyone that goes, crashes. So you know you have money somewhere else, yeah. right? You don't want to go and be crying. Oh, my pension money. Hey, this one, this one. Please save yourself the heartache, right? So, you know, you have to work that out. Then what else? You need to invest after you worked out how much you want to save because savings obviously are safer save safe <laughs> i don't know i need to look that up um, savings are safer um then you want to look at investing
0: but before you talk about investing yeah, yeah. i feel that so many issues that people have um around budgeting and saving especially mm-hmm. you've really done a good job really trying to explain how to set a budget how to um uh, you know Uh, decide your necessities, your wants, uh, you know, subtracting that from your income, then using the rest to save or invest. But I feel like one of the major challenges uh, around people not being able to stick to their budget is impulse spending. In the sense that, you know, there might be somewhere and something just comes up and just spend the money. Or maybe they already had a plan but something happens, like, for example, let's say uh, let me use my cell phone, I'm in Copa and I'm also working in a 9-to-5. Let's say my phone spoils, or my microphone spores, or um, or my charger spores, or my laptop battery spores. Yeah. How do I, you know, go around that? Like, what do I do? Do I have to, especially when it's, it's an emergency, like, something that you're using, like, for example, now, let's say my laptop does to work and get spoiled. Like, how do you now, you know, deal with that kind of situation, especially when you're trying to budget and manage your expenses?
1: Okay, so uh, something I, I forgot to mention, but it is in my blog, um, you're supposed to have an emergency fund. So when you save, right, you save for the long term. And in save, when we talk about savings, we have different categories. You have the short term, medium term, long term. These are different categories in which you just save, uh, projects that you want to fund at these different time frames but you should also have an emergency fund which is like when you save some money to in case of issues like this it could be maybe like you save something like 5k a month there whereas you're saving 30k a month to your actual savings right or you're doing so it's 30 so let's say you save 35k a month uh you do 15 to piggy vest you do 15 to your bank account and then you do five to your emergency fund, right? In the the sense that we're not hoping that you have to pay for an emergency every month. Maybe you start in January now, you say 5K. January, February, March, that's 15K. April, 20K. May, 25K. Then in June, your laptop battery packs up. Okay, you have 25K to spend on that. Do you see that? Do you see what I mean? And then you start saving again, emergency, emergency. If your um, emergency is more than you have in your savings, if your emergency is more than what you have in your emergency savings, then you can dip your hand cautiously into your actual savings. But at that
0: time, the money that you you have to dip is not so much.
1: Exactly, it's less. And that's why you have savings to fund projects, right? You're not dipping your hands in your savings to go and buy a Lamborghini. Well, okay, let's, no, let me know you that example because some people can't afford it, right? You don't, you're not dipping your hands in your savings because you want to go clubbing for the uh, 25th time this month. Do you get You're doing it because you, you're investing in something. You're investing in your productivity, GC. So it's a project in a sense. So it makes sense to dip your hands in your savings. And then after you've prepared that laptop, and then, obviously, you're using it to do your work. You're getting paid. Then you put it back over time. You know, you then create a budget for how you're going to specifically save back that money. Or just continue to save over time.
0: Alright. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. Because I know that that's something that I've dealt with over time. Where uh, there are times when some things just come up. Or I... Or my laptop gets bought. Yeah. Like, literally, I had to... Fix my laptop battery, I had to buy new airports, I had to fix my phone. Like a lot of things are just happening, making Mm -hmm. me spend money unnecessarily. I had to eventually even dip my hands in the savings I've saved over Mm -hmm. the previous year. Like, and and I realized that majority of the money I saved at the end of the day, I still use like 50 or 60% trying to solve my problems. It's like all the problems just came in January. Yeah. I think January is always a very big problem. This month has a very or that December month
1: past.
0: <laughs> so, so, like, it now made me start thinking of, you know, how exactly can I first of all try to reduce the amount of expenses I have? Yeah. I, I think another thing, trying to understand the kind of expenses you have, and I think that was where I had to start tracking my expenses to really know where I spend money on. Yeah. Because I feel like it's not enough to just save, but I think the money you're actually spending is also very important to look at. Because exactly. even if you say, okay, your necessity is Wi-Fi, data, when you actually look at it and you see that, oh, in the, in the previous month, you're spending 20 or 30K on data. Yeah. you have to ask yourself, like, what made me spend this amount? Is it because I was using it to now satisfy my wants? Yeah. By maybe playing, a, playing video games online or, or watching a lot of YouTube videos or maybe using it to do something, take a course. At least to help you to budget better and also try to, you know, put in some disciplines here and there where you have to put in disciplines, you know, yeah. for yourself. Because at the end of the day, in order for you to stick to your budget, stick to your in order for you to manage your finances or in order for you to, you know, get your money right, discipline is a very big part of it. Yeah. Because true. in that piggy bank, it's you that will stick the money from your account and put it in piggy bank. Yeah. He's not going to automatically take the money and lock it for you. I got or flog you if you come and touch it or something. So yeah, it, you still have to have some level of discipline to, you know, control the way you act or work with money.
1: Yeah, definitely. Discipline yeah. is something you build over time, right? Yeah. So, you know, you just have to um, work on it, practice more, it. Yeah. I was going to say, probably the reason why you end up spending part of your savings month, um, year by year, so like you, what you saved in 2021, you've already touched a bit in 2022, is I would say maybe because you're just starting out right you might not have that especially in this country (laughs) you might not have enough money to fund your necessities per se you know a lot of people don't have savings not because they don't want to or because they don't have that discipline but they just simply can't they can't afford it they have to survive and probably people who depend on them are there as well you know so saving in this country is actually a luxury (laughs) yeah it's a luxury but a lot of people don't take that luxury like some people have it but they just don't use it right you could say maybe that person who doesn't have to save at least one k a month. But I tell you, by the middle of the month, me a salary earner, cause someone like me, I am so that my budget, I will stick to it. I will I will ride it till I have hundred naira left, <laughs> and when I get to that hundred naira, I will lock up. <laughs> you know, so if that that one k is not easy for you to save, it's not because sometimes expenses that you don't even budget for. Let's say you have a subscription. Netflix. Mm let say Netflix, no. I do there's this thing I, I donate towards, for example, every month. But well, it's paid in dollars. This month it can cost three thousand, next month it can be three five, depending on the exchange rate. Yeah. So you might budget and I even when I say extreme, sometimes the exchange rate will shock you. You know, that's how I found out that we're almost at eight hundred naira in pounds. I was like, Wow. I had budgeted probably using like six hundred or seven fifty only from the eight hundred I uh, I was baffled. So you know there's some things that might still shock you. And that's why that's why discipline comes in. But you know, you only build discipline when you're even put in those kind of situations. What do you yeah. do at like that exact point, you know? Like for my nails, when I said my nail lady charged me seventeen K I said I was not going to I'm not doing this. I'll do my nails another month. Blah 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 blah. She eventually put the price down. Yeah. You know, she asked me to just pay one k extra for transport. and I found this to be sensible, right? I understand she has to come here anyways, and one k there's already. And when you when you budget, you want to create a little buffer. Don't go and say I will save hundred k. I mean, I will uh budget hundred k extra in case there's no budgeting of uh, extra. 100k, maybe say I'll do 30k extra, 10k depending on how much you earn, 5k extra if I just have any little inconvenience, maybe like price differences. And all because in this Nigeria, you can never tell today amount is 250, tomorrow it could be 500. <laughs> yeah, when you're buying it for your child to go to school, you're like, Oh god, how, what do I do? Yeah. Like, I like Smenoff a lot, right? For me, when I budget, because every month I, I buy drinks maybe, when I say drinks, I don't buy Azul. I like (laughs) like using Azul as an example. So, I buy things, I can buy, like, iced tea, Schweppes, Smenoff is probably my my small alcohol (laughs) that I buy. You know, there's no vodka or blue goose or grey goose. You know, I'm not saying that these are not things. Some people might budget for it, talk to them, but, you know, for me, I'm not really I don't like (laughs) Azul. So, you know, um, as I last year, I remember how Smenov went from 350 now is 500 or so. I'm um, like, what is happening in this country? In fact, I've stopped buying it. In fact, I'm now born, I'm born again again. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, but you get my point. <laughs> like, I've left it. Now I drink. Shrubs, purely shrubs. Let the bitter lemon be bittering me, please. i have too much. This is your country, shah. so you my country, girl. You know, yeah. I'm British. Shut up, I'm British. Yeah. So please, you know, I drink tea. You see, I'm even changing my accent. You know, so like honestly, I can't. I can't do this, man. I need to leave this country. Like, yeah, y'all gotta fly me out, right? <laughs> ASAP, please.
0: Oh Boris, my God. If you're listening to
1: this, Boris, I thank God thank you save me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like you just have to create that little buffer for your own sake but mm. you build discipline by being put in difficult situations what yeah. do you do then are you quick to give in and be like i baby don't worry about just my, life my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you only know? live once uh, so you know so yeah that's the thing create that small buffer if you can don't go and i don't, I don't what are finances don't 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 choke yourself. Do what you can. Yeah. Jig it. Now who they are alive. <laughs>
0: they, save they save.
1: No. Who they are alive, they save. When yeah. now who they are alive, please spend them. Yeah. You will die, I will spend your money. <laughs> <laughs> I will buy a zoom. And you will be in the grave, say, ah, and I know <laughs> don't kill yourself. Definitely save because you're still going to live by God's grace. And you need something to live off of. You can, God forbid, there are people who can just get fired. Things happen, right? They can sack you at any time, God forbid. Yeah. But how are you going to survive. survive? Money is not coming in. What do you do? That's where savings come in. Savings are not big. You're not saving because tomorrow I want to buy a Porsche, this one. The real reason why you're saving is so that you have something to fall back on. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to put all, all your eggs in one basket and think, oh this position I will have even if you're employee of the month, your company can crash. Yeah. <laughs> it can d- be destroyed at any point. So you really, really need to have that um last year trampoline. <laughs> something you can fall back <laughs> on. Fall back like, on yeah. Essentially, you know. I've been put in situations where, you know, so when I was in school yeah, was uni in the uni, UK, something happened and You know, they couldn't get money to me. You know, from I don't know, my dad couldn't his his account manager, some, 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 something. They just couldn't get. She couldn't get the files across to him to sign, to you know, send money to my account. So, what did I do? I had to live off my savings, and I was able to live off my savings for a long period, and I still had something. You know, that's and then when the money came in, I started to save again. You know obviously it was a monthly thing the money that i had missed was sent so i just put it back right but because i had that savings i was not in a foreign man's land suffering and going outside to play the guitar because <laughs> let them give me one pound let me buy bread <laughs> you, know, you know like actually i actually still lived comfortable like i was still buying all my assorted meats and making my assorted stew and you know i was still okay so you know that's the savings Important. so don't kill yourself
0: like i said if you die tomorrow you go share the money anyways <laughs> yeah i, I know i was saying that i just remember this in Nigeria movie i think they called i think it's called stingy millionaire it just got acted it, kanayo kanayo so apparently this guy was very stingy yeah like he had too much money but he just refused to spend mm. we were living in a very messed up house driving a very funny car mm-hmm. His children were not, he was taking children to the best school yeah, it was so stingy, even when his daughter got married. Yeah, I saw you seen that video online before where you um, opened the store by CKK.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. So,
0: like, at the end of that movie, or or, or that movie, you notice that the man died at some point, mm-hmm. and his family found out the amount yeah. that he had mm-hmm. and they started spending it. And you sure. know, his spirit. just do, don't do spend my money, don't spend my money, <laughs> and they can't see him, they can't, yeah. they can't. But you know, he finished saving all those things mm-hmm. towards what end, and I think. What I would say to that effect is people should just try to, you know, live build it. balance. Yeah, like yes, you well. should save, but don't forget to also live life. Yeah. like don't try to yeah. now uh, cut yourself just because you're trying to save up. Yeah, so you try to put balance.
1: Exactly. And mm-hmm. the Bible does tell us yeah. if you die, you're not taking your money with you. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and I, I don't. I, the Bible didn't say this the way I'm going to say it, but it's something around. Don't don't hold everything. In fact, the, the man that God Jesus told you should go and sell all his wealth, give to the poor, and then he will follow him to heaven or rather he will I don't know how the Story. scripture puts it. But I don't know if you know that scripture. I don't really you know the Yeah. So and he was like ah, no, I can't. He was holding on to it. My wealth, my wealth, my wealth, my wealth. Same thing with Lazarus. He refused to give food i'm uh, sorry, the rich, the rich man, man. He refused to give food to Lazarus. And they both died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one didn't follow him right and as this this uh saying and i'm I'm not sure this is scriptural but there's this saying that says when you give or you spend Comfort. you're able to like let's say you have money in your hand and you open up your hand and that money goes either you're giving to the poor or you're spending on your family or you're spending to take care of yourself your money your hand is open to receiving more do you get yeah. So i get that i get that so you need to you need to really live you know, why are you making the money only to suffer? Well, like why? You, you know? You don't go and say, Oh I'm making so much money I'm going to live in Lucky and then you're drinking Gary. You my dear You don't have to live in I still say, Okay, Fridays I take out or yeah. enjoy your mo- you work so hard. For the money saving is awesome. I love to save because then it means I can travel the next year. <laughs> 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 right? I'm not saying I'll spend all my savings on travelling, no. Well, you know, obviously, when I've saved the year before, you know, like there are different, like I said, there are also different categories of saving. My longer term savings and my longer term savings, but i medium. It's like, hmm, what projects do I want to? Do? For me, I want to see the world, especially before I start to have a family. It's a project for me. Okay. I want to see this beautiful world that God has created. You know. I'll put some money away, and that's another thing you can do. If you know there's a particular project you want, you can have a fund. I think Piggyvest does that thing, where they have something you're like safety was a particular thing. Yeah. I said towards my traveling. I want to travel. Where well, I do travel, I look at flights, and I think you said something about um impulsive spending. Because when I said book your flights way in advance, it will save you. I promise. You know, like I look. I was I was uh, the time I was traveling March. I started looking at tickets in November. <laughs> yeah and i saw that cheap, like i could buy premium economy as like business class on some airline at a very a $100 more expensive than economy and i was like wow this is who, who am i saving this money $100 is like okay i can actually go for that you know you fly comfortably and you live your life and you can actually go for that $100 why because you are booking ahead of time Whereas if you're booking last minute, you, know, you can't even afford $50 extra because everything is like, ah, why is the price so high? Oh my God. And then God helps you. Oh, the exchange rate should just drop. Jiggets. Yeah. So you, you want to save towards things and plan. You When you when you save and um budget, it comes at, along with planning. Planning goes hand in hand. I'm planning towards this. Okay, I'm budgeting for transportation, but I should also plan towards buying a car. So I reduce that. Okay, I'm renting. But at some point, I want to stop renting. Maybe I should also plan towards how I build a house, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm focusing on what your question was, but I'm just going. <laughs> i just going ahead to say yeah. a bunch of things. No, like,
0: but but I I feel like every single thing you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, this like everything you said builds basics towards every other thing. Yeah if i said earlier in the podcast episode that if you cannot understand the principle of just budgeting and being able to save
1: yeah
0: you can't you don't have anything to even invest like you can't even talk about investing if you don't even have any money there is absolutely no you can investment. just you just be hearing people saying oh. about or talking about but yeah. you can't even tap into that market because you had nothing saved exactly. so by, by the time you understand the, you understand the concept of you know budgeting being disciplined mm-hmm. staying to that plan or sticking to that plan yeah understanding that okay you can you know be saving for the long term for the short term for the different things that you have going on once i have all those figured out yeah investing will no longer be a problem because you probably already have fund set yeah. aside for that then um you'll be able to invest peacefully without really really entering your basic uh, money for your yeah. day-to-day okay. necessities yeah. but let's jump right into investing i don't want to start diving into different ways you can invest because i'm very sure a lot of people understand that you can invest in the stock market you can invest in real estate which i'll still bring some people that will talk about this thing but i know that you're very huge on cryptocurrency yeah and that's an area that a lot of people want to go into because it's still very hot yeah and um the returns there can be very high sometimes and you can also lose sometimes in a very very (laughs) huge way too yeah but there's some people that are probably in cryptocurrency for the first time yeah and they don't even understand the concept understand you know um how it works or what it's about so can you like um help us understand what exactly is cryptocurrency and you know how can we get into this market what are the things sh- we should look out for if we want to invest in this particular space and how can we basically get started this thing?
1: okay awesome so i think i'll start with what is cryptocurrency So I'm sure this is the question everybody asks, you know, before I go into the crypto world, like, I was so confused, like, what exactly is this, you know? I think Bitcoin came at the same time with MMM, for some very unfortunate reasons. Sure. I heard about them at the same time, I was really young, and I just thought Bitcoin was a scam.
0: When did you hear about Bitcoin?
1: When I heard about it, probably actually in 2014, 2015. Okay. How old was I? I was a teenager.
0: I was I, I, a university at that time. I did not
1: even. I don't think I had money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I had money, right, to invest in it. But I heard about it. I okay. knew about it. I, in my house, right, my family, yeah, a lot of people in the business world, business uh, field. My dad was an economist, so you know, that's uh, related. Really my cousin. That lived with us, was in accounting. Everybody, so you guys
0: are always big it. on like reading all these financial things, like anything about Even finance. Even if I'm not reading about it, You're I'm hearing. hearing about it. Yeah. They're talking
1: about it. You know, when you put on the news, like my dad, you know, when we when he used to take us to school back then, you always listen to this show which uh, someone called Jimmy Disu. You know, every morning i've forgotten what that show was called bro, with jimmy disu every morning so you know we just grew up listening to a bunch of financial stuff and i'll probably say maybe that was one of the things that actually shaped me by the time i was in the science class so like, <laughs> i don't know but maybe it was, it's definitely destiny that <laughs> brought me back here but that's besides the point you yeah. know so I, I've, I've heard about cryptocurrency i i heard about it back then didn't really pay attention to it i mean i, I was a teenager that was a on of my problems i was too busy fantasizing over three songs. Anyway, <laughs> you know, so um I know, time went on, I, I, I eventually did get into cryptocurrency. But before I went into the cryptocurrency I was in the stock market. You know, I found that safer. Crypto was what the crypto what is crypto? Yeah. Even when I go into crypto it's like what is this? It makes no sense to me. So this is what cryptocurrency is, right? Cryptocurrency is um a form is a digital currency that is Created through the use of cryptography. You're probably like particular cryptography now, <laughs> Well, <laughs> cryptography is a technology that uh, that allows um, two people communicate with each other without the need of a third party. So let's let me bring it down. In the current financial world, traditional finance—that's what we call it—we have banks. We have your yeah, yes yeah, bank. <laughs> let's use that bank for once. Let's be useful. <laughs> so I want to send money to you and I have sent it to my Zenith account. So I go to those their cashers there that are very rude. <laughs> and I go and I'm like, Choma please, I want to send money to this account. And she's chewing gum and stopping me in the money. You know, now she knows my business. I'm sending you money, you know, for one project. She knows that I'm funding XYZ projects. Sometimes you want to tell them exactly why, you know, or exactly what you're doing. But if you asks, she wants to find me now. They will ask your Choma will say, ah, I know one girl like this. I was sending money to this account. They will arrest me. She's all in my business. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, but crypto- cryptography removes that. So I can send to you directly without the need of that third party. Even if you don't go to the bank, your mobile app, you're still using Zenit. Yeah. Right? Zenit is all up in your business. They have your records. They have your statement. The statement they still make you pay 1,000 naira for if you tell them to give it to you yeah it's, and this is another point this is another point i'm getting to they're making me pay for my own statements my own money it doesn't make sense it's actually one K. yes they charge you one key if oh. you want to print your statements even if you ask them to send it to you on pdf they'll still charge you
0: <laughs> are you serious
1: yes banks are thieves anyways <laughs> i'm so i'm so tired but well, um what i was going to say this is another point i'm getting to you don't have control over your own money every month I'm sure you receive stamp duty charge, SMS charge, utility on your own money. You're sending your own money. And they are charging you for sending your own money. If you are not saving with them, would they see bread to (laughs) eat? Do you get? Yeah. It's like your gate man charging you. Your gates man, you pay him. I don't care. Let me not use gate man, so it doesn't sound condescending. You run a company, your manager, your operations manager, you are paying him every month, and then you now ask him
0: uh to for the financial statement of the year financial
1: statement so you're gonna be one thousand but he's using your paper <laughs> you're buying paper I, I don't, I don't and get your it. system and uh, your wi-fi exactly so your f- and you know the the pen is probably even using <laughs> to sign that document is from the salary that you paid him do you get you're saving your money with banks they're making you're, they use your money to trade that's what the, bank, the banks do, by the way. Probably their money to invest in other things, make interest. That's how they make their profit, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's how a standard bank makes profit. But in Nigeria, they make profit over charging you 50-50, 50-50, 10 naira, all these stupid charges that they charge you. Yeah. But maybe abroad, they don't. I know I'd never got a charge unless I was doing an international transaction. as when well, my bank will charge me. And they don't do it all the time. So, um, that's the thing. You don't have control over your finances. They literally bill you for everything they tell you how much you can withdraw in a day they tell you when you can withdraw because today's Zenith network is not working
0: so yeah. if you
1: need to do kidney transplants just die
0: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> just forget it do, do and, even, get...
0: and, and even and even the ministerial account like it just i think limits like hundred dollars and i'm like what
1: that's the thing no it's just not just about limits there's always oh, the one about network, oh, network is not, why is network not working Somebody is late to work. Sometimes it might just be like, oh, it might not be working. How do you minimize it? The engineer should be on site. Fix it. Ah, eh, madam, eh, have you seen see what elevator baby? When the elevator was stuck and eh, brother Shaggy was sitting at, at Malam, <laughs> Do you get?
0: Yeah, like what kind of. So cliche? there are
1: so many things. So you're not in control of your finances. It's when the bank. God help you, you want to withdraw money the yeah. day before or on public holiday. I'm very sorry for you <laughs> because they don't care. Apparently, have you ever gone to an ATM on a Sunday, you know, a public holiday weekend? Just go to the ATM on a Sunday, you won't see money. Wow. So you can't even withdraw money So you want to go and put it in offering baskets. Forget it, just just do transfer, just let I'm it sure. You're not in control of your own finances. They take money when they like. I part of the issue of that 10K charge. Because I sent money through my account. You do whatever they want with your money. And they was even insulting you on top. Eh, hey, madam, why are you making noise? Eh, hey, if you don't have it, then leave the bank now. That's why I said, Choma, you shouldn't go for me. I'm telling me. Hey,
0: why is hey, Choma? Have, have you ever met someone like actually called Chioma? I that kind of don't thing know
1: Chioma personally. I don't remember. The last time I knew Choma personally was primary school. So what was I saying? Yeah, so you don't have control over your finances. You have people up, all up in your business. You can just, it's just a lot. It's hard to just, you know. And that's another reason why you hear a lot of government officials saying, oh, this point is used for money laundering and drug trafficking. Because it's very coded. I'm not sending money to you and they're telling me to transfer transactional description. Normally, I put dot, 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 dot. With this, they are new Zenith update. They're telling me I must tell you why. Okay. I'm sending him money for ritual. Problem, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, I'm, i I'm literally. Why are you up in my business? I'm. Yeah. It's not your. It's my business. Nobody's asking you to write a description on blockchain. And now we go into blockchain. What is blockchain? <laughs> <laughs> blockchain? That was a very smooth transition. I didn't plan that, well you know, you know. <laughs> so okay. a blockchain yeah. is a digital ledger. You know, I call it a record keeper, a digital record keeper, on the network. When I say the network, the Bitcoin network, like how Zenith has a network. Zenith Bank, God bless you, I've used you as an example today. How GT Bank has a network that works nicely? Uh-huh. You know, on the network you have the SWIFT. If I send money from you, from my GT Bank to you in Polaris, it goes through the SWIFT. There's a network. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain what network is, but I want to believe. Glow has network, MTN has network. Just network. Yeah. What is network? A group of computers yeah. a group of devices yeah. a group of people
0: yeah.
1: and the blockchain is a record being kept on that network <laughs> oh God, see
0: so that means for uh, like so so for example now if, let's, let's use systems for instance so if, yeah. uh, if information moves from this computer to this computer to this computer yeah, that information that, that blockchain is like the letter that just shows that okay this information moved from this computer to this computer by this time and exactly. this will move from here to here by this time. So that's what the blockchain is. That's what the blockchain is. Okay. But the
1: blockchain is being, let's say being run, it's being run by different individuals through their computers. But that,
0: is that not then the third party?
1: No. Why? Because the 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 blockchain is it's not, they're not helping you send the money. They're helping you verify it.
0: Okay. You do need
1: someone to verify these things. All right. right. But they're not all up in your business. They don't know who you are.
0: And they, and they don't know why you're sending you money either. Or they know you're yeah, sending yeah. money. they just
1: know you're sending it to another wallet. Yes. Well, in cryptocurrency, we use something called address. So, it's some long number. If you memorize your address, I think you need to see a doctor. But that's, that's... Something is wrong somewhere. Yeah. That string is too long for anybody to memorize. Even so, that's if, like
0: your account number.
1: I don't call it account number. So, let's say in your wallet, you have Bitcoin, Ethereum. This Every single one has a different address. Okay. Everything there's a different address. There's some that we'll ask you for memo. <laughs> like XRP so, will ask you to put it so you put a bunch of things. When you want to send money from your wallet to so another person's wallet, you have to put your address, the chain type, that's a network type you're sending it through, and then <clears throat> depending on the coin I put a memo or a tag,
0: you get so that means because I'm trying to see how we can Let's explain see. it okay with the traditional banking system. So let me say your wallets mm-hmm is where all your different currencies are i have are. a
1: good example imagine so, you have okay. a current account and a savings account all right. they are both with zenith Zenit so
0: let's say is they the are wallet. both
1: cryptocurrencies but they have different account numbers okay. your usd domiciliary or blah blah blah
0: it's a different account number
1: Different account
0: and your Naira account different account number we're still account. on that Zenit. yeah all that's different. the
1: wallet yeah so let's take all these different account numbers as oh my bitcoin address ethereum address and you know if you have these same types of accounts the gt bank they will be different gt yeah. bank current account will have a different account number this gt bank savings account different account number gt bank usd different account number
0: and the same way they have different wallets which,
1: which is what i'm saying if you have an account on binance your bitcoin ethereum they will have different address for your wallets but and if you have an account it. on Bybit. You also own these coins they're separate they are separate they will also have different so does this make sense
0: now? yeah because I, I feel like the way people will really understand it is if it's try to explain back with the traditional, now yeah. so they yeah. can really understand the only difference here now is that they just know so that okay the only thing that's removed moved is just frontex desk, extrema mm. <laughs> to what Chioma? yes now that's yeah. it from Choma, because well, um, looking at it, meaning that okay, so you it's still the same thing you have a wallet. Because right the day, at, at the bank, most people don't really understand how the network works. the not know is that I have an I have yeah. um, I have a, I have a wallet, mm-hmm. and I have different addresses for the different currencies yeah. that I yeah. have, and yeah. you know. And you already t- you talked about the blockchain. Yeah. So well, I don't think
1: I finished on that blockchain. Okay. So I was trying to explain now on the blockchain. When you said the third party, mm-hmm. I don't know what brought about this different account number one. But when I was saying that, okay, you're sending, okay. I remember. And like I said they have to confirm, they verify the thing. Then okay, you're sending it to an, a, a wallet that actually exists. You're not just sending it to limbo. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing is, honestly, if you try that, you probably lose your funds forever. Right? Exactly. So they just stay to not just even verify. They they just want to. They just stay to record it. You know there's And this record is accessible by anyone. It's not like banks that are shady. They won't let you get into their records. You know, they, they okay. We all know banks are a bit shady. You go yeah. So, you know, they won't let you get into their records, or you can actually go and look up the Bitcoin yeah, you know
0: Ledger. Yeah, blockchain. ledger.
1: You can see okay, this oh that's how some people know that some people know some people's addresses. Like they might know Vitalik is the co founder of Ethereum. Some people know his address. I don't mm-hmm. know how. I told you that thing is too long. So these people that are not okay. But well, you can they, they can, can just
0: copy and they can just screenshot or something now. Or oh, it's still too long to... It
1: doesn't even show in full. <laughs> Why is it not show something like zero X, Y, Z, Then the end would be uh, eight X, Y, Z. The number in between you're not seeing It's too long to display. Wow. They don't believe anybody's really looking at it. But some people are jobless. But, you know, some people just also want to track things, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, um, what was i saying trying so, to explain the blockchain Yeah, so you know there are people who are there to record this transaction and i said that it was accessible by everyone and just I, anybody can be a miner so these guys on the blockchain that are recording these things are called miners, miners.
0: okay yeah. that's what, that that what, that what people mean when they say oh they are mining
1: miners do a, a lot of things not just they don't just record okay so let's say now the program is that the program is the program be code be, everything is coded yeah Bitcoin, there will only ever be twenty one million Bitcoin that will ever be mined. You know how gold is mined? Yeah. Miners also mine Bitcoin, but they mine it digitally. Right? Okay. I can't tell you the technology behind that because that's not my own area. But I can tell you they mine Bitcoin. They are the ones that in a sense create the Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> like they mine it. It requires a lot of power to do. How okay. they do that, they also keep the network running. Anybody can actually be a um become a miner. A you just need to have money because and the equipments too yeah know. the equipments are very expensive actually and you need a lot of power like energy like Nepa cannot Nepa will sleep they will come and be sleeping at your gates <laughs> so yeah so you know um there's that and that's the beauty of it anybody can just take up the room now what makes the network safe If at least 51% of the people on the network that are doing the verification and everything are honest, they are genuine, they are not hackers, and they're not trying to um, infiltrate the network, then the network remains safe. But if 51% of the people on the network, like the people that are doing the work on the network, have bad intentions, the network is compromised. So, the thing is, this is not really achievable. So fine, let's say I want to hack the Bitcoin network. Well I only know like 12 guys. Okay, let's buy a and let's. Ha- it's not going to work. There are millions of other people on the network. We're not even up to 5%. Like, we're up to 2%. We're not even up to percent. we We're not even up to 1%. So, we can't. And that's the beauty of it. Because most of these guys on the network, they don't know themselves. Okay, maybe you know your neighbor is a miner. You know your guy is a miner. You're only just three. What happens to the many nine uh, nine hundred and ninety seven thousand? What happens then? You have to convince them, but how do you convince them when you don't even know them? You don't know where they live. Where do you want to start
0: for them? So, Everything is anonymously done. Okay, so we're trying to say now that the beauty of this thing here is that, um, the guys, the miners, that are um on the blockchain. Yeah. They hardly know each other, yeah, sorry. Sorry it's, it's, your... it's completely anonymous. So yeah, it could be
1: yeah. Sorry, sorry
0: to completely anonymous. So, meaning that there can be someone that is probably um uh, trying to verify someone's um transaction. Yeah. You might not know the person that is doing transaction, you might not even know the person that is receiving. Oh, all you know is that your transaction is being,
1: yeah, you would not know just taking I, place. I, you, you might be my friend, like, I might not even know what you're because I don't know what your addresses, and okay. these guys do multiple a day, they, they're not going to. Calm down. We're do? trying to
0: check. Okay, which one is it's this not guy's? I even
1: own. read the first twenty.
0: Yeah.
1: You guess. So that's really you do that for, really say, right. how many transactions a day? you are not a supercomputer. <laughs> no. Like it's not. It's not even just about that. This this guy in Spain does not know the guy in the Philippines that's also a miner. He doesn't know the guy in China. He doesn't know the possible guy in Nigeria. If you're doing mining work in Nigeria, please let's be friends.
0: So I that means, so these are these are the different like, things that, one is um, the no third party. Yeah. Second is the fact that you have control over your money. Yeah. And third is the fact that, you know, there's a blockchain where you can see all these things. So meaning that mm-hmm. um, everything is literally transparent. There's yeah. Transparency Full
1: transparency. Around Full, it. So, yeah, there's so much transparency.
0: So meaning that even if you're working with a company that has an address, you yeah. can literally just tell them to just show you. The game is to tell them, you just hmm. go to the blockchain and just have your address, right? Or your yeah. wallet.
1: You won't be able to find it. No Why?
0: Blo-
1: because it's anonymous. You're, yeah, you might see a transaction if you memorize the address, but the blockchain records like, the transactions that are being done. But it uses your wallet's address. You have a Binance account, you have your wallet address, and you have your account name. Nobody's going to go and look for where did Bobby send something? Where did Grace send something? <laughs> did you get it? They are not going to know because are
0: not going to write eh, Chris three cents, three bits So, but oh, I, but I knew that it was time that something happened. Um, um, about Femco, yeah, on Twitter, okay, okay. that they said something about they didn't send some money, and something like that. and people are saying that they were able to verify that. Hmm. How were they able to verify? Like what happened Ooh, that period? And I can't something. say.
1: I don't. I didn't follow follow that story.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is like. Yeah. How were they able to verify? I
1: wouldn't know, <laughs> so I don't know if it's that they went to the blockchain. Yeah, or I think they, they, they uh, know somebody internally who had records.
0: Because and I know what they posted there was that they said something about they knew. Like I think um, at some point, because they tra- they transferring money to the stuff and it was a public thing, mm-hmm. I think they put out their address out there. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what I was thinking was maybe they just went to search for it mm-hmm. on the blockchain, like okay. put the address number there, yeah, and just basically search for the transactions that they've done. That they've and that's what okay. like I was not asking. Like, is, can someone do that kind of thing? To, yeah. No, no, no. How they verify? I mean, okay. like, let's say me, mm-hmm. I'm working with you. I've been sending money to you, or, or maybe I don't know, just know just that you've been doing yeah. so far. And I want to, I go to the blockchain. What I'm saying is that if I have a wallet address, like, let's say you put it out there, mm-hmm. and I get your wallet address, and I go on the blockchain, I can check to see the transaction, oh, right? I've
1: never gone to check. The one time I've had access to, it's not just something I do. I just know it from studying it, um, but I know that the one time I did go to look at a, say ledger, uh, sorry, the blockchain. Yeah. It was because I minted an NFT. Okay. So I could see every transaction that had been done, right, leading up to my own and after mine. Okay. But I didn't look out for whether I could search for you know I don't spend my time doing that so I wouldn't I don't want to say yes or no, right? But I can tell you can't find it because i have seen the, like in the ledger before for a particular network where i went to mint an nft right I, I saw my transaction i saw transactions before mine the ones after mine All right. or i didn't look out to see oh can i paste you know i'm not really trying to find anybody
0: yeah. yeah 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 so i, I can i get that so that what makes it safe yeah so that means for who that are listening currently Anonymous they should, they should well. have understood by now that the system is safe yeah there is um due to the amount of people that... Due to how anonymous and transparent it is... Yeah. you There's a high level of um, security involved. Yeah. Meaning that your money cannot just get stolen. Yeah. Or you cannot start having issues with... Ah, what happened to my money in my account? And like, or except you send it to a wrong yes. wallet. And that's why that when spirally. you
1: send money, you have to be sure... Like you sending to the right address you
0: have to be sure you're sending to the right address how do you verify that how you verify like how do you like if you want to check whether i'm sending to the right address what do, what I, do? I do is
1: so what, what i mean by verify sending to the right address let's say you want to send money to yourself most times you, you send to yourself to another account or even if you have a friend just copy and paste <laughs> so that if you're checking your records and well, then how did
0: I copy and send it to you most,
1: that's the thing, it's so long that most uh, uh, platforms will just say copy copy,
0: paste then, you just don't copy want,
1: you, you can't look at it and be like okay two, three, four, five. you, you cannot <laughs> yeah. do that the way I verify things what I mean is, if you're sending money, not, sorry when I say money. you want to send an Ethereum from your Binance account to your Bybit account, yeah. you have to make sure that the one on the receiving end is your bybit it is the ethereum address on your bybit that you copied if you copy the bitcoin address by mistake your funds will be lost you cannot send ethereum to a bitcoin wallet and you cannot send xrp to an ethereum wallet even if it's going to the same account that's being your bybit account it will not work the miners are not going to sit down and say oh this is an this xrp wrong. address let's, let's return it. Uh, the, who, who knows whether it's an xrp address i don't know you know they just verify okay verify this exists this account this wallet exists okay
0: cool but if if it, if it, if it doesn't exist they still allow the transaction to go mm, i i don't know how well, that, like that I've happened i've never before. tried it all right <laughs> I <don't want> <laughs> because I, I think i think this might be somewhere because because you know in in traditional banking yeah there are times where there might be some kind of mistakes where the money, although that kind of mistake might not happen in cryptocurrency, but where I pay for reverse. transaction, the money goes, but it didn't get to the person. It will not
1: reverse. Great example. I remember one guy He was a YouTuber. I think he was Zaros. No. There was this guy. His name is Rice TVX. He's a YouTuber. Cryptocurrency YouTuber is one of them experts that actually work full-time in crypto. He said he once sent bitcoin to Coinbase 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 wallet but at the time it didn't exist so coinbase let's You do not use bitcoin because i'm sure bitcoin will be the first thing let's say he was trying to send uh litecoin right and at the time coinbase did not have a litecoin um what's it called they didn't sponsor litecoin at that point so they don't they don't receive litecoin but he still sent to his wallet anyways and let's say that, okay, you're like, well, how did he do that if the address wasn't existent? So how did he copy that? There are some apps that actually, I know Coinbase lets you use your username. So you can use, oh, I'm sending to MK Billions, And you know, that's, you can do that if you set it up. So let's say he sent Litecoin, but he was to sent to Bitcoin. So, so, so yeah, he sent Litecoin, but he didn't know that there was no Litecoin on that receiving end. I don't know how his story went, but the point is that account did not exist.
0: And he the money, said, just, in
1: like two years later, when they finally listed Litecoin,
0: when they got the good thing is
1: yes, I'm not sure if it's Litecoin, but I'm giving an example using okay. Litecoin. I remember the story very well. That's what happened. It then appeared years later, so it will just be there hanging, so yeah when I say the miners are very fine. They are making sure that the amount of transactions being sent match. They are making sure that those who are keeping in cold storage for the long term, the big amount of Bitcoin there is matching the amounts being sent. Mm-hmm. It's matching the amounts being uh, traded. Yeah.
0: There
1: only goes to be 21 Bitcoins ever. I'm not sure how many has been mined right now. 21? 21, 21, 21 million. Okay, ever. million. Yeah, that's okay. why people say as everybody in the world is ever going to own a Bitcoin because it's not enough for the whole population, yeah. so why not get yours? So what I'm saying is, they verify that what is in circulating supply is what is being day-to-day. Yeah, day. It, it still exists, in that amount. Yeah. None is missing, none is... Uh, yeah. And they're keeping track of where what is. They cannot trust it to you. They might trust your wallet address, but they might not trust it to you. Let's say you keep your money in trust wallets. Trust wallet does not even know where you live. They don't care. So they might not be able to catch you. Or if you're having things like Binance exchanges, yeah, yeah, they do KYC and all that. So there's a lot of, you're you're really anonymous on blockchain. That's why we just refer to people using terms, like the big guys, the guys with the millions, we call them whales. We don't know who they are by name. We know some, the ones that have come out publicly, like Michael Saylor or um, Raul Paul, we know they are whales. Or there are millions of whales, we don't know them. Because everything is anonymous. All you hear is a whale account just sent. Because you know in this account, there's XYZ amounts. A whale account sends money to this. Or a whale account just bought up XYZ Bitcoin. So a lot of anonymous, you're anonymous, honestly.
0: Like, that, yeah. makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, The thing is that um, I would, I would have loved to take it very practical. Take it to the point that it becomes very practical. When it comes to cryptocurrency, but you get to be difficult to start talking about the practical side on a podcast like this yeah and that is where i would want um, everyone listening to me to know that mk here has a group chat where she uh, goes into the practical side of this trying to explain what you need to um, know which you still you know give some on this episode but trying to let you understand some things you need to know how to go about creating the account like Lagosh like talk about how to send money from this place to this place. She's going to show you the practical thing so that it's not just be something you're hearing, but you actually see see it happen and know how it works. So that you will not go and allow your money to hang. You cannot call anybody. Or <laughs> nobody can help you. Yeah. So um, the practical side of this cryptocurrency thing will be trust more on the group chat. The link will be in the description. Um it's completely free. You yeah, can free. contact her personally, she can give you all the information that I'm you would super need.
1: super happy to help, honestly. And
0: she's ready to help at any point in time. Just hit her up on WhatsApp or hit her up on the group chat, and she can have a one on one with you or with you or more people and try to trash out exactly what you guys want. But let's jump down to NFTs. And I, this yeah. I want to, to talk about cryptocurrency first because yeah. if you understand cryptocurrency, you understand it's how to now go about NFTs. Yeah. And you know, you know what it's about but I'll try to give like a a quick summary of what NFT is about yeah. and uh, trying to explain uh, how it really affects you know how I'm moving in times like this whenever it's good okay. to the practical side like I said if you want to try the practical side of all these things more yeah. just hit up but you try to make you understand at least the whole concept of NFT and where it's driving to so yeah What's like the whole concept of NFTs? Okay,
1: <sighs> an NFT is a uh, stands for non non fungible token. Um, fungible, they mean something that is unique; it's not something that you can duplicate, so it's not duplicatable, right? Like I'm trying to explain it to you. NFT is something that a lot of people don't get. Yeah, at first, it's a bit hard to explain. You know, you, you know, it's about art and music, or what what exactly is it? So, uh, an NFT is something that is unique and is owned by you, you and you alone. You know, like I said, how you have control over your cryptocurrency, blah blah blah. Now you have control over your art and music and whatever else that is an NFT. Anything can be an NFT. Like some guy made his face and <laughs> his <laughs> face in different directions He just kept taking. P- well, it was art pictures of his face in on, in different days, different haircuts, different shirts, different backgrounds. And he but became, just one of each? Yeah, he became an NFC. So no two pictures are the same. Even when you're taking your picture on your phone, pictures are really the same. There's always something off.
0: But, and that, okay. But I get that's
1: one know. NFC. That's, I don't know. if do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's something that is unique and completely yours. When I say completely yours, if you buy it or you mint it, it's yours. Does and it, yeah. and the
0: way to not verify if it's here is now going back to that whole blockchain.
1: Yes, so they work with something called smart contracts. A smart contract is basically um, a contract on the well, let's say blockchain. Yeah, on the blockchain eh, that is uh oof is digital, right? All the parties has, have signed to it. I'm sure people who are already in, NF, in, in NFTs. Anytime you want to do anything. On OpenSea, even if you just want to like, you now you like picture on Instagram. If Instagram was an NFT marketplace or an NFT whatever marketplace being store, once you like, I like your picture, they will take me to my metal mask wallet and they will say sign. It's a contract. Any action you take on a, an NFT network or blockchain or you know, you must sign to it. So it uses what's called a smart contract. A smart contract means that every party, every single party, um, is, is signs signs that contract. The contract is, is usually a long number again. It's like a link you can go and check it out, right? And
0: it, so it's just like a link. So if you want to understand what? You, what yeah, that no, thing, you, you just link, click there and, you and to just to you read the contract whole thing. itself. Yeah, it's
1: right. A bunch of code. You really don't. I don't know. But it's not like a legal contract. You say ah. If Chris does not pay me this 15k by next week, we arrest him. No no, 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 no. Like that's yeah, it's more of code kind of thing. You know, boys, you can read it and understand it slightly. So, um, it was something called smart contract that anyone who signs it, you know, it becomes a party to it. Mm. And whenever the terms or whatever is contained in that contract changes, it updates for everyone. Example: You are an artist. And you draw something I buy it from you to buy from you I sign a contract when I say I sign a contract I click buy it takes me to my MetaMask wallet so MetaMask wallet is a wallet where you keep your funds and it's from here you connect it to the website that you're buying the art from and it just pulls the funds when you want to buy things so it takes you to your wallet. your wallet having your, your usually NFC marketplace does not have your info like that it's like it's connected to your wallet wallet so
0: it's just a wallet address just...
1: yes so when you sign in to that marketplace you actually sign in through your wallet and then everything in your wallet comes up every nft comes up on your let's say you use open so example. now
0: on yeah. that wallet you can keep your cryptocurrency you can keep your nft oh, your
1: cryptocurrency if it's an nft marketplace it's not going to come up on your ethereum will not come up there because they don't really have the interface for that they are just keeping the nfts themselves right so you buy from openc using your metamask wallet when you want to initiate that transaction it will take you back to your metamask wallet and you see an option cancel or sign you click sign that contract is formed now when you when i want to send to someone else right Currently, the, the contract has both you and i as signatures we, are, we both have our signatures there and then now i want to sell it to someone else and the person now agrees to buy for the price i have given or the person bids and I accept, we sign the contract or whoever takes the action. So I initiate the contract in terms of, I say, I want to sell this. I will first sign. So now put it on the platform. Somebody sees it and they buy They sign as saying. well. Now, the content in that uh, contract changes. What's the content that changes? Con- yeah, content that changes the addresses that, that have access, or rather the address from me to you. Now.
0: So what makes it a smart contract is the fact that it's not like the traditional contract; like you have to be totally new one again, no, change the name. No, you guys. Yeah, it just
1: it changes. But
0: and also, like the piece, that, brought like created the contract. Can the terms also be changed?
1: It's not a legal contract.
0: <laughs> no, like you know, you know. Um, what I'm trying to ask is, um,
1: there are some things that can be changed. For example, okay, um. Um, um um when you buy some and sell things uh NFTs, the original creator will always get a fee or a cut of what is being sold maybe five percent and that's already inbuilt into the contract so that person is always going to be in the contract yeah. let's say now they want to change it or hand it over to somebody else um I, that, things like that sure you can do that so Essentially smart contract just updates okay, who has access to NFT? Who did it belong to before and how much was it before? You know? And okay, now it belongs to this person originally they created it and then they sent it to this person, blah blah blah, they get a seven point five percent cut, yada yada yada, those kind of things.
0: But that percentage (laughs) is is it is it like a basic
1: Is it changeable, you mean?
0: Like the ten percent that you said that okay, the owner gets ten percent um royalties basically like Person that sells it gets the 10%. Yeah, what I'm asking is, is it that is it like an association that, that yeah, like standard um, rate? Or it's just the person that decided that
1: I don't know, I've never mentored before and I haven't right. wondered. I just know that I use OpenC and it's constant. So, why what I, what I uh, understood was that it's it's set by OpenSea, so it's kind of like, why will I use this bank? What do I get?
0: Oh, well, probably the open C, I just put that as.
1: OpenSea offers that. Okay. OpenC also gets their own own benefit. So it's like, okay, you get this, I get
0: this. So that means another platform can just come up and try to give better, give benefits, better. and but yeah. you know, they can provide. It also,
1: that's what helps people choose what platform
0: they want to use. All right, all right, exactly. I understand now. Yeah. So it's not like the person that just said what they want. No, no, no. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, um, I think I think the, the basic understanding has been done. On this, I don't think people want to really understand the technological side. If you want to understand ask Google, Hello. they would. Direct, because but, um, MK yeah. is not um, a I mean, a coder or a cryptography I'm expert. Going to how I can flip the
1: bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I would say is, we want to get into NFTs. Like I've already explained what they are yeah, as much as I can um even i it took me so long to really understand what NFTs are i had to actually take a deep dive into the market to really understand how it works right so it's a bit i won't say tricky but it's a bit uh, you know so another thing is you also want to join discord groups see what oh, the it's NFC, like right? yeah you have to make sure that your nfc that you're buying into has a solid community right you want to make sure that there are people like you who love this project and are willing to hold on to this project they won't just dump this project at any given time because once they dump it you lose your money if you don't dump with them or you don't dump first you know it's the same thing with cryptocurrencies you always buy into any project that actually has a solid community in addition to having solid utilities and fundamentals fundamentals being things like the tokenomics what who are the people leading the team uh what's their Plan for the future, right? So, always check these things out before you buy into NFT. Join the Discord, see what's going on there. So, that they, means, yeah, are okay. they doing making drops or not? Okay, know? so
0: that means it's very better to know who is behind any of these projects, whether any cryptocurrency project or, or, or NFTs. NFTs.
1: Yes, because you want to know, who or even the...
0: metaverse too. I think,
1: uh, yeah, metaverse is I'll say I, I always grew that as part of NFTs, but, okay, but it's not necessarily part of NFTs per se, you know.
0: So, but, but okay, so what I want to ask now is. Um just to because I know you've had a lot of experience in this, one to ask is for people that are already investors now, not people that are just starting or just trying yeah. to even understand. Let's say people are already investors. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you've learned so far as maybe a trader or an investor in both NFT and cryptocurrency? What are the things that you've maybe made mistakes in the past and you've learned from it and that's helped you yeah. to invest better? Or you know not to pick the right project when it comes to NFT. Okay.
1: One thing i recently learned the hard way is Raritysniper.com. When you buy oh, it? Raritysniper.com. Okay,
0: I'll put that in the description.
1: RaritySniper.com is a website where you can check how rare your NFT is. The rarer your NFT is, the more likely that you'll be able to sell it for a higher price.
0: Okay. Right? So let's say you want yeah, to buy supply demand.
1: No, say you want to buy this monkey. And the monkey is dressed in a leather coat, it's got rings, he's got this particular haircut, the background is blue, blah blah blah. Right? And there's another monkey that has different traits as well. What if a majority of the monkeys have what circle monkey has, let's say that got leather jacket that is wearing, let's say like 50% are wearing it, it wouldn't really be so cool because you're like eh, I can just buy anyone, they all wear it, right? What if only one or only like five of these monkeys out of let a thousand wear uh, a wool jacket you're like hmm i want that it's rare it's like the same way you buy art you always want to look for art that is speaking some i don't know how art works but definitely more.
0: before you have done that you'd have probably check the discord group to see the utility and see how... yeah yeah
1: definitely that's always the first step what yeah. i'm trying to say like, when you're buying art and you're saying oh this is a rare piece. Can't find it anywhere all these other painters of old i do not i don't remember their names but you're like oh that's a rare, rare piece but shakespeare was a writer mm. <laughs> i was not say by shakespeare but shakespeare was a writer you know so you are like oh you can't even be that Seb, because writing could be nfts as well you can yeah. make anything an nft just what, what makes the nfts that no two um things are the same yeah. and you own them fully right so that's how it works you want to find how rare it is use rarity sniper.com i learned that very late it was very painful but it's helped me in a recent purchase i made um also try to be active on twitter with the the um accounts of these um because you can win airdrops or win competitions just because they knew you in some sense uh
0: yeah wait you said again on twitter like i didn't i didn't get yes, that yes
1: twitter is very important if you want to be in the crypto world all right super important you need to have a twitter present because with twitter you'll be able to keep up with what's happening you'll be able to follow some youtubers to gain their insights that they
0: have. i did some suggestions that you have for some people
1: Yeah, some well some big youtubers you can follow you can follow of course i always start with crypto um then you can follow Crypto cryptozaros uh i really like um crypto when you if you're into gaming like you play a lot of fifa or like video games follow um, crypto stash you know There are other, they are much bigger ones like there's Ben Armstrong who's big boy crypto, there's altcoin daily, there's the moon car oh, why I didn't mention these names there's one banter, there's one called banter banter, crypto banter you know they are all, all bigger than these other guys have named but I don't like because I've noticed that once the market, once the market is going up they'll be making so many crazy predictions but as soon as the market dips 5% even then you hear them say things like, always invest what so you can afford to lose, yeah. and I'm like, yo, you guys are so annoying, right? So I wouldn't name these guys because they tweet too much for their own good. They're always any people astray, in my own opinion. So, mm. you know, it's, it's, you have to be careful who you follow. That's another thing I've learned. Don't listen to them when they say, oh, I, I bet you, I was in this cycle before, I can bet you that Bitcoin is going 100k this year. Oh, please be safe. That's why you need to know what you're doing so that you can make your own decisions.
0: And guys, every 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 suggestion that she has given on this because I feel like we spent a lot of time, and she, she we can't actually have the conversation for too long. But every suggestion that she has said here, every um, resources that she has talked about in, on this particular episode, it will be linked in the description from the people that should look out for on Twitter. The youtube pages to check out to understand some more things and also she's also um, a blogger she has written some blogs on some of these topics where which in which you can understand more and like i said earlier if you didn't hear me i said that she also has a group chat because community is a very big deal when it comes to cryptocurrency you need to you need to be in a group where people are talking about these things you can't go alone on this journey because You alone cannot analyze that full market to know exactly what's going on at every point in time. So you need to be in a community of people that are trying to grow together. And that's why she started her own community where she hosts classes sometimes, but she's always active there. You can reach out to her. You can talk to her. You can even set up a one-on-one with her. I would advise you to start now because a time would come where there'll be so much people and she might not be able... To give you that kind of opportunity anymore because they're just too much and she has her own personal things that she, she has or she's got doing so what i would advise you is you can always reach out to her if you don't understand whatever you've listened to on this particular episode you can reach out to her you can be on your phone call with her and she would explain these things to you so um with that being said i'm very very grateful to everyone that have listened to this point the old aim of this particular episode was just to make you understand cryptocurrency nfts to really understand the concepts and also not just understanding this concept but also understanding the concept of budgeting being able to manage your finances being able to be disciplined in your finances because i feel like that is one of those messages that you would need to go into the year and if you even want some kind of help i think someone can do that like if someone needs some kind of help in how to govern the finances, they can also talk to you yeah, sure. Okay.
1: As much as I can, as much as my knowledge will
0: let me. I'm very happy to advise you guys. on. Yeah, so like, I think everything that's to with money. Whether it's cryptocurrency, she's very good when it comes to finances. So, anything has to be money at all, you cannot reach out to her and you guys to talk. Yeah, I'm lucky I'm, I know her as a friend, so I do have a problem these <laughs> this thing. So, that's just it. And I'm, I think I'm very grateful for you accepting this interview. Thank you for having me. You've spoken for like almost 1 hour 40 minutes and i really hope that i wasn't too technical at a point i realized i was just talking like too technical yeah Yeah, that's why i said uh if at some point she was too technical i i think i think i would do an intro where i try to say this before people start listening so that if you're just too technical i just pause and just hit you up and be like yo i don't understand what you just said there but just just explain this better yeah So that is why, like I said, all the informations that you need in contacting her will be all in the description as she can guide you. And don't forget, you can always join the group chat. Like I said, I'm also on that group chat. When I start cashing out, don't come and tell me that Bobby, what were you doing? Because I will not even answer you anymore. I'm giving you guys these things for free now. There are a lot of people that will still want to charge you for this kind of information. So um, with that being said, thank you again, and I will see you guys in my next episode.